0: I look forward to meeting you and to serving you well. I would love to play a part in decreasing your pain and increasing your happiness. See you soon. The challenge is, just like a farmer, figuring it out without her talking. She may share a little bit, but most of it's going to be facial expressions. Do dogs talk to you, or how do you tell if what you're doing is wrong? How can you tell if what you're doing is right? I don't quite understand horse facial expressions. But dogs are pretty, and the weird thing—I never had cats, Grandpa. I never liked cats. But we have a cat now. We've had for like six years. Cats are amazingly communicative. Cats can tell you all sorts of stuff. I'm walking through the from the bedroom to the kitchen in the morning. The cat runs past my feet towards the kitchen. I already know what he's doing. He's going to go sit right by his bowl and go look at me. I'm all—I wonder what the cat wants. It's not hard to figure out. What is it? I can't figure it out. What does the cat possibly want? Then he runs over and sits by his water bowl figure out what he wants. Brethren, at first it seems confusing, but this observation thing that's referred to, you really have to watch to see what produces warm responses and what doesn't and not be distracted by what you want the plant to be like. What about if a farmer needs enough sleep in order to take care of the plants? The farmer has to take care of his needs for sleep. I feel like I'm responsible to take care of my own needs, like building my relationship with my father's. If I need uplifting conversations, I can cultivate work during family's mellow. So what I was talking about here that is accurate is he's using healthy self-awareness. Yes, if the farmer's too tired, that's a serious problem. Brethren, if she says you should be doing more or implies you should be doing more, her logical brain knows that you can't do more. She may have some woman's work to do to be okay with that, to understand that you're building, you, you're doing what you need to do to take care of yourself. I feel like I'm responsible to take my own needs, like building my relationship with my father. Absolutely. You shouldn't have to need a woman involved with that. And uplifting conversations. Now, this one I'm going to look at really closely for a second. I can cultivate relations with family and male coworkers. So what said clearly there, I had one guy saying, but I need to build friendships with female coworkers, And I'll, dude, you had an affair two years ago. Well, that shouldn't bother her, okay? I just want to juggle hand grenades every once in a while. And I'm not quite sure why she's panicking by that. All right. Time when a plant has needs, it needs them now or they die. Yeah. We do need to get it figured out quick or the relationship will die. And I guess like plants, they have to wait a while for the harvest. Yes. You have to wait a while for the harvest, and just so you know, so does she. All right, brethren, I want to spend a little bit of time now with your personal experiences in this area. I assume that as you try to enter season one, you're going to hit some boundaries. You're going to have her say this, and you're going to have her say that and you're going to be going, are you kidding me? I'm following all the instructions, and you hit me with a boundary. If you don't understand them, or if you've learned from one of them lately, brethren, will you please put it on the table for us to talk about what type of boundaries are still a mystery to you? What type of boundaries are you running into that you're not sure what to do with? What greenhouse needs are you not figuring out yet? You may have to do some careful recording of what's going on to identify what's happening. I was reminded of some of my own communication patterns that I didn't understand was wrong. So when my wife and I would communicate, I would do two things that were destructive to the relationship that I didn't understand. One of them was a breathing pattern. I would take a deep breath and go, okay, just, and I was so convinced that there was nothing weird about it. But after carefully studying it, and if I'd taken the tools at the time to actually record it, exasperation. Now, is exasperation really condescending? Come on. You know, I'm just frustrated I'm not being condescending. And I didn't realize that for the other person in the room, that was very toxic. Remember, what was it, A 100 years ago, some of you um, scientists types, historian types, or medical types, remember when they had lots of people in hospitals and in battlefields dying? Because what we found out years later was that the microscopic invisible... Um, things on their hands when they wouldn't wash their hands they go from one bloody surgery to another bloody surgery and they would use uh, the same tools in surgery from one to the next and people were dying of infections because they weren't uh, cleaning correctly but they didn't know that so imagine what it must have been like to be a doctor that was trying as hard as he could with what he understood but his patients were dying anyway. I want you to think about what this feels like when you're a husband is trying to fix a marriage. How often are you trying as hard as you can and you can't see any toxins that you might be adding to the communication system? All right, brethren, take a look. Those who have eyes to see will see. Those who have ears to hear will hear. You may need to pray for eyes to see things that you've been doing that you didn't know that you were doing. You may need to pray for ears to hear so you can hear things and the way you're saying them that you didn't know that you were doing. And these are really hard to look for when she's doing things that are so blatantly obviously wrong. Have you noticed that it's really hard to look in the mirror when her issues are so loud? And do we need to argue over that one? Because we all know that what she's doing is seriously a mess. So... Take a look, brethren, and please again, let's have you put a few more on the table. What are some things that she's reacting to, like a dog that whimpers and pulls away, or a dog that growls at you, that don't make sense to you right now? Here's one. My wife would tell me I had a look of frustration on my face. I said I didn't. I looked in the mirror and she was right, and I didn't realize it. So when I was a missionary, I had this really obnoxious companion, and he would do things that were obnoxious and one day he did the obnoxious thing of stealing my camera and as he held it up to take a picture of me i had my disgusted frustrated face and he actually caught it on camera this look of dude you're such a butthead i'm you just stop being a butthead okay Now, I don't know if you've ever caught your own face when you're thinking something like that, but he actually caught me on film. And when this was back in the days before digital, back in the late 80s, early 90s, when you actually had to take your film to the store and get it developed and bring it back before you could see it. So I didn't see this picture. And I'm horrified to say my wife found this picture years later and said, that's it right there. I'm all, what? That's what you look like when you look at me sometimes. And I'm all... Oh crap. Brethren, if you can't figure out some of the interaction things are happening, you might really need to put a video camera up or an audio recorder and record you and then look at it later and then do some analysis to see if you can figure out what's going wrong. If you can't find it, bring it to a therapist. Bring it to a skilled therapist and say, will you watch this film of me and tell me what I'm doing wrong? That takes a lot of guts. The closest I get to it most of the time is a letter. Here's the letter I wrote my wife. Will you read through it and tell me what I said wrong? That one's one of the easier ones. Yes, it is painful. Do a recording. Try to do your best job. Listen to yourself first because you might find plenty to work on just listening to yourself. If you're feeling super gutsy, before your wife starts talking to you, set up a, uh, your phone on a tripod behind her facing you. Say, I just want to record me so I can see how I'm behaving during this conversation, so I can see what I'm doing to mess up the greenhouse. It's only hazardous if you're being sneaky about it and tricking to get her on film. I had one guy say, Every time we try to record things, we don't fight, ML Why? Because we're both concentrate on talking correctly. But when we don't record it, we don't concentrate on it, so we do fight. So the recording actually helps you communicate more accurately. That's what I was going to say. I mean, it sounds like to me that a video camera would work better than than even a notebook and a pen. You know, when you pull out the notebook and the pencil to take notes on what she's saying, she's more careful about what she says. But if you have a video camera going, <laughs> uh, I can imagine. How, how very uh, cautious we speak and act when we know we're being recorded. Yes. And that's been the case. I think I'm too far into it before either of us would think of getting a camera. Okay. So in a case like this, that tells me your alarm system's way too late. If you're having this and you actually want to win these battles, you've got to anticipate them more and you probably can. It just takes a little bit of concentration. If I was in a conversation one on one, I would say, When can you predict will be your next confrontation? Let's get your money's worth today. All right. You know the patterns, the weather patterns of your household. If you were to predict the next unpleasant confrontation with her, when would it be? Tonight, tomorrow morning, or sometime tomorrow? You have just finished listening to another principle that is one of many that you will find in a special class that I've put together called the Marriage Repair Workshops and the Lazarus Lectures. This is a compilation of principles that I have pulled from my years of training, study, and therapeutic experience designed to give you the tools the vision, the ideas, everything that is necessary to take a relationship that has experienced catastrophic levels of unpleasantness and falling apart and rebuild it almost as if raising it from the dead, please follow the links and attend at least one of our marriage repair workshops so that you can get a feel for what you will learn and get your attachment to the multimedia classroom that holds videos, audios, articles from me and several other specialists that we call The Lazarus Lectures, a 40 lesson series building from one principle to another so that you can discover what is necessary to pull off a miracle in your relationship. I hope you'll find great value in this. I hope those of you who find yourselves unable to afford the thousands of dollars necessary to attend a marriage therapist, especially one that's really good and is not as available as we would like therapists to be, please. Please study this material in the Lazarus Lectures and attend the Marriage Repair Workshops so that we can help you get things back to the way you want them. We'll see you then.